Design New Podcast, Episode 16. If you are stressed, stretched, and stuck, and ready to take your life to the next level, reach out to me for a free 30-minute strategy call to see what steps you can implement right now to design your best life. Email me at connect at tinamurray.com and let's create your own unique blueprint to lay the foundations for that life that you really want. Are you ready to create the life you really want? Welcome to the Design You Podcast, where I talk to everyday people who know life can be done differently with a clear mindset, positive attitude, openness to growth, and their willingness to take life to the next level. Get ready to design you. Hi guys, Tina Murray here. Today I'm welcoming to the drawing board Alexandra Andre. Alexandra is a professional speaker, marketing energizer, and thought leader on infinite impact. She knows about pushing boundaries and the difference it can make. Alexandra's done five marathons and Ironman and took a leap of faith to launch her own business, Marketing Energized, which energizes businesses to be the best that they can be. At the heart and soul of all that she does is to inspire and energize potential for infinite impact in the world. Join me as I chat with Alexandra about the infinite impact within us all. Hi, Alexandra. Thank you so much for joining me on the Design New Podcast. How are you today? Hi, Tina. I'm fantastic. This is really exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to having a bit of a chat to you. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm excited too, because I just know what amazing impact you're making in the world. So tell me, what is it that you're doing right now to design your best life? Right now, I guess I, I'm really um, living my life, life on purpose. My purpose is around inspiring and energising potential. Ooh. And if I think about how I design my life to, yeah, how I do live my life by design, it's really around aligning myself to that purpose in everything I do. Mm-hmm. And I guess it starts it starts with me. So what am choices I make each day and each week and each month around things that inspire and energize me getting up in the morning and going for a run or or who I spend time with during the day or businesses I work with so really and I guess the the more I live on purpose the on my purpose the more I realize just how critical that is Mm -hmm. Um, and then I guess how that extends to those around me I have my own business I launched a couple of years ago Mm -hmm. um, called Marketing Energized Right. And that is all around inspiring and energising businesses, um, mainly small businesses to help them be the best they can be. And a lot of that work is around helping them really find their purpose and articulate that from a brand strategy perspective to, to their customers. Okay. Um, and I'm also an up-and-coming professional speaker, so sharing my, my message and story as far and wide as I can. That's fantastic. So, yeah, yeah. Now, when you talk about purpose, most people say they want to know what their purpose is, but it's really hard for us to find that. It takes time. I know it took me a long time to find mine. Yeah. I had bones of it, but I didn't know exactly what it was. How did you find your purpose? Yeah, sure. And I, I completely concur with that. I really didn't find mine until a, a life-changing um, sort of moment for me, a couple of, or not moment, journey for me a couple of years ago. And it really made me Made me, gave me such perspective and made me realise just how, what was important to me. And actually a question someone asked me was how would you sum up, which I think is a really good way to potentially find your purpose or what's important to you is if you were to give someone advice, what you've learned through your whole life, what, what would that be? What would that piece of advice be? Wow. 
And I think it's a re- that just really helped me articulate that just in one sentence. What, yes. what would that be? And I think it can be hard to, you know, there's a lot of words we all have and a lot of, I, I know you do and I have so many messages I want to share with the world, but if we can bring it just down to, to one, one sentence and a group of words that really define who mm. we are and what's important to us. Yep. And almost, you know, you could, you could jot some words up on a, on a wall and, and which ones could you not take off that you feel that passionate about. Um, yeah, nice. I love it. Uh, yeah. But I, I agree it's hard to, and a lot of people I speak to it, you know, they say, I'm not sure, and there's things I love doing and there's bits and pieces, but, um, you know, in terms of defining their purpose in a, in a, in a strap line or a one-sentence articulation, it can be hard to do. I, I launched my business on the back of it, so it, it, I had a need to, to really be able to articulate it in, in a line, and mm-hmm. I guess that, that really helped me sort of narrow it down and feel really passionate about it. Yeah, and obviously marketing is about narrowing it down and knowing exactly what it is that you're selling. So it makes sense. It's almost like our purpose is us marketing ourselves, really, isn't it? Completely, completely. And and we're each, you know, I work with brands, but we're all, you're a brand, I'm a brand, everyone listening is is their own brand. So so what what does our brand represent? And at the heart and soul of it is our why and is our purpose. Um, I guess that's something, and that's why I mentioned in terms of living my life by design, if I look at how I'm doing that it's really about living it on purpose and I know you're very passionate about as well Tina Mm. Um, but living it on purpose and aligned to a purpose it just it just feels right and it keeps you on track I think definitely yeah it's Um, almost like a goalpost to be to be aiming for all the time it keeps you right it keeps you focused it does and even at the essence it's at your essence and core um yeah yeah definitely but even even you know if people in terms of how how you find your, your purpose I guess just words that resonate or, or things you enjoy doing or not doing that just might help and for me it, yeah, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that I could actually define my purpose that that clearly absolutely. Okay. Can you just touch a little bit on you said you had a life-changing event happen are you okay to share with us what that that was? Yeah sure sure so I've always been relatively fit and challenged myself in different ways and that's part of the inspiring and energizing <laughs> I'm training for a mar- another marathon at the moment. Oh, um, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, a couple of years ago, I'd, I'd done a marathon in 2008 and then spent the next, which was just incredible in terms of pushing the boundaries and realising what, what we're capable of. I then spent the next four or five years injuring myself, trying to do another one. <laughs> and then I discovered this thing called an Ironman, which is, is a really big swim, ride and run, something that less than 1% of the population have actually ever taken on. Wow. A few friends, a few friends suggested that I do one, and and I I didn't listen to them. That was a ridiculous suggestion. It wasn't <laughs> even part, wasn't even part of my stratosphere. <laughs> and um, at the time, a really good friend of mine, Mads, had been diagnosed with myeloma. He was thirty eight at the time, had a beautiful wife and a little boy. Mm-hmm. Myeloma is a rare form of blood cancer. Okay. And there's there's no cure, but there were lots of treatment options. And Mads was young, fit, and healthy. Had absolutely everything on his side. Wow. And his diagnosis from a fit, healthy, young friend that we'd go out, have fun with, drink with, just one of the, you know, the one of the gang, I suppose, yeah. his diagnosis just gave me perspective on just how short life is. Sure. And I thought, you know what, I'm fit and healthy. Why don't I give one of these things a shot? <laughs> so I signed up. And in signing up, um, it actually it changed my life. Um, but there's no way I could have anticipated the journey that, that lay ahead. 
Yeah. Um, I trained and had a whole team around me, um, coach, um, nutrition, kinesiology, massage, everything. Mm-hmm. Tragically, Mads um, got sicker and sicker, actually took a shot of the stem cell transplant okay. and complications arose. Yeah. And he spent 70 days in hospital and we tragically lost him and he, he left behind Emma and, and little Ollie. And the day he died, I decided I would dedicate my Ironman to him. He knew that I was training for it. Yeah. Um, in fact, the last time I'd seen him, I told him how I was, was training for it and he told me I was crazy, not once, <laughs> not once but twice. And he, he, he was spot on. But I looked at the strength and positivity. He, you know, he never gave up. Wow. And he never gave up, not, not for an instant. And if I look at that strength he found to, to live on and be there for his family, Riding, running, training, all these things, you know, why, why couldn't I find, find that same strength and, and do it in dedication and, and honour, I guess, of Mads? That's amazing. So my training just went to a whole nother level and I guess that, that, that was the, I, I'd never found the strength that I had in training for this Ironman and doing it for my friend. The sense of purpose and passion was just really, you know, I can't put words to it, but it was really just, it was like, it was a whole nother level yeah. And that's why I guess purpose is something I'm so passionate about because if you find your purpose and just something you're so driven by, yeah. you can't go wrong. Yeah. So I continued my training, had a stack of obstacles along the way, but made it to race day and had the most the most incredible day. I raised over $10,000 for my Loma. Well done. Thank you. And more importantly, it was really around raising awareness of this disease that is generally prevalent in, in older people post-70. Okay. Um, Mads was Mads was thirty eight. So this, as with other cancers, are becoming something that's um, more common in younger people, seemingly healthy people that we really don't don't know why they why they get these cancers. Okay. So raising money and awareness and race day was just incredible. I had a stack of friends down there. I had a friend with a big big sign, and I called it Iron Man for Iron Mads. And there's an every day hero page that still active today and I'll, I'll keep it active for as long as I can um, but just shares a little bit about the, the story and journey. Oh, wow. And the day was just incredible to see and even beforehand to see Emma Emma's anticipation of what I was doing for her late husband. Yes. She'd ne- she didn't know what a triathlon was or <laughs> she'd never watched one before and and to see her focus and anticipation for what I was doing for, for Mads and I guess for them giving them some, some form of hope and strength. Yes. That's when I found my, I guess, my sort of real sort of purpose and, and message I really want to share with so many others. Um, the day was absolutely incredible. Um, I did it in 12 hours, 12 minutes and 12 seconds. That's bizarre. That was a long, it's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> ironic. Yeah, 12, 12, 12. Mads, Mads, Mads was certainly with me that day. Emma felt his presence um, and it was just the most incredible day and just all the support, the volunteers. Support I had down there. It was just incredible. And I guess doing that, that Ironman, I, two things came out of it for me. I, I took on something not knowing what would lie ahead. Mm. Took on something I did not, when I signed up, I didn't have an ounce of confidence I could possibly do it. <laughs> but I did it. I did it. And I, I realized that with really with self belief and commitment, absolutely anything is possible. Yep. And more than that, I realized the impact we all have on each other. Yes. So for me to have this impact on Emma and then sort of indirectly or directly on, on Ollie as well, mm. uh, 
given what had happened and, and such a tragedy of losing losing a, a husband and a really good friend yes. um, and the, the impact they and so many others had on me, I just, it was something that more than realising my potential, it was realising this impact we all have on each other. Yes. Um, so that that was a really defining point in my life. Um, that was two and a half years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, I then came back to work and, and uh, it appeared that the universe had um, had more in store for me. Um, <laughs> I had, had more to, to get out there and do and was made, made, was made redundant. <laughs> um, so I took a, took, a, took, a jump and, took a jump and launched my own business really without knowing what lay ahead. Yep. Won the clock forward two and a half years sort of later and I, I, I feel that I'm making the impact that I'm just starting to make more and more of an impact. Um, and I want to make more of that. So helping businesses be better at what they do for the impact they have on on customers and um and and staff and people they reach sure. and sharing my message and having beautiful opportunities to speak with people like you Tina and hopefully share share you know what I've come to know by by living my my story and sharing my message um mm. with others that can take even just a little snippet of it sure so when you were made redundant because that happens to a lot of people our age I mean I was made redundant yeah. it's pretty common um in the yes. last few years and it definitely doesn't have the judgment that it used to have it's not because you're a Poor worker. There's companies have just had no, to just re- restructure. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, you said when you were going through your Ironman that you didn't know you could do it. You didn't even have faith that you could finish it. So, sh- was that the sort of stuff that you took into this new business when you were made redundant? It was it the same as me? Like I've already done this in a absolutely. different way. I did it as an Ironman, but absolutely, I've, I've done other things before without knowing what I'm doing and where I'm really going. I know the end goal, but how to get there is a step-by-step process, literally when you're running. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I don't think had I not done this Iron Man and I was made redundant, I'm not sure. I think I would have just got another job. I don't think I would have had the courage to, to step out on my own and do my own thing. Wow, good. I will be forever grateful that, that I actually did take that, take that leap and challenge. Um, and now if I'm faced with a, a challenging situation, I remind myself I have an Iron Man within me. Mm, every day every day well you know and I, you lose sight of it it was a couple of years ago there's no way I could go out and do one tomorrow but you know what? if I signed up if I signed up to one in 12 months time yep. and I had the right self-belief and commitment and had a team around me and did what I needed to do to get from here to there I know I could do that and I know that absolutely anything is possible but we need those two ingredients we need self-belief yep and we need commitment and whatever's going to whatever that commitment means, whether it's a team around you, whether it's mm-hmm. getting up at five every morning to train for hours, whatever it may be, given your goal, that self-belief and commitment, I think we need without both of those ingredients, I think I think we sometimes fall short. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely, and Pete, you know, everyone, not everyone might necessarily have done an Ironman, but we've all got things that we've we've done in the past where we've taken on something without that confidence mm-hmm. belief we might be able to do it. And we've we've bloody well done it. <laughs> and we need to we need to reflect and we, we often just keep focusing, you know, forward focusing, which is great, but actually take confidence of what you from what you've achieved in the past because that'll help fuel your um your your confidence for, for what you can achieve in the future. Um, yeah. absolutely. And that for me, just knowing just for me saying, Come on, you can do this, you've got an Iron Man within you. There'd be achievements others have made um, yourself and, and people listening just be, that can be a really easy little mantra come on I can do this I know I can do this I've done whatever it may be before I think that's a really good 
good little um, uh, you know piece of advice that that others might be able to take on. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's not about it's about not losing sight of who you are and what you've achieved. Because uh, I think so often we take it for granted that we've done something. Oh, that was in the past. Exactly what you're saying, and we're yeah. not remembering to take that with us and use it yeah. to fuel us next time we come up against something. Absolutely, absolutely. You um you almost discredit that achievement by by you know sort of losing sight of it. I suppose absolutely. Yeah. What do you use to help with the self de- uh, self belief that you've got? It's real. It's around past achievements. Okay. Really? Yeah. Probably pa- past achievements. There was a piece of advice I was given from a brilliant sports psychologist around. I can't remember the word she used, but a, an ev- or evidence. I think it's an evidence, and it's a technique they use a little bit, but an evidence journal. So it might be before you go and do an event, before you speak, before you have a meeting with someone, before you might have a a, a moment like a performance moment, and actually writing down the evidence as to why you're going to succeed in this moment. Right, yes. So I've done this before, I've done that before, whatever it may be. The other thing, so that's a really good tip. The other thing I do is uh, or um, talks to this, this impact concept a little bit, but people have shared the most beautiful words of feedback with me mm-hmm. in, in various scenarios, whether it's a work situation or just something I've said that's, it's really nice, and I actually jot it down, and I, I keep a bit of a pool of of these these lovely words. Oh and wow! Before a you know moment, I I have it might be speaking or something else. Actually, I pick a few of them out, and I, I read back on them and reflect on them, and that just that just fuels me no end. So that's another thing that you know that I I do. Yeah. Um, quotes, quotes. I have I have a whole, a whole quote wall. <laughs> I I actually used. Um, Training for Ironman, I had all these all these brilliant quotes around my mirror in the bathroom and things that I'd see really top of mind and would have this visual, and they lend themselves exactly to launching my own business. So I now have a quote wall in my in my office. Okay, I reflect on those a little bit, yep. and music I find really driving as well to just help connect with your purpose and with your heart. So, yep. I mean, I'm all for whatever works for everyone, but they're they're some of the things that that really seem to work for me and, and drive and motivate me. Um, yeah. But really knowing like your past past success or past performance, mm-hmm. knowing that you've done things that can really help help drive you. Um, and also knowing like if I could, when I took on this Ironman, I couldn't run more than 12Ks. Wow. I'd injured myself for the last four years. Wow. If I could find a way to do an Ironman, um, you know, from zero confidence, from injury. Sure. You know, I think just knowing that literally anything is absolutely possible. And it sounds that, like just that knowing. Yeah, it sounds like it's a mindset thing more than anything because you absolutely. were saying that you were more driven once Mads got really sick and you yeah. had more of a purpose about why, <clears throat> excuse my voice, it's just gone. You had more of a purpose about why you were going where you were going and it really drove you. And then that's a mm. mindset thing because your body hadn't mm. really changed. You were still doing the same things, but your yeah. mind was really fully embracing what you were doing by the sounds of it. Yeah, absolutely. But I think that I think that also filters through to my body. I think my body also found that found that strength from that that mindset. Absolutely. So yeah. if you're so so yeah, passionate and purposeful in what it is you're doing, you find a way. You get up when that alarm <laughs> gets off. You say yes when you you don't know how. Absolutely. Yes, and mindset mindset is you know, is, is super strong. What can work for, or not not against you, but if you if you have a full of doubt, then you know that 
that can that can end end completely differently. You don't necessarily have that self belief. It's the the mind talk that that puts you sure. off those things. And the other thing that I've I've found tremendous value in is is kinesiology, which really looks at that mind body connection. And yes, I've found yeah, enormous value in that. Uh, just around clearing what those if there are doubts, clearing yes. those doubts, and you know helping being guided by certain affirmations and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So tell tell us more about impact. The impact that you're saying that we have an impact on other people and other people can have an impact on us. And it's really this symbiotic relationship. Tell us more about how you're seeing that more and more in your work. Because I'm sure once you're open to it, you see it everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's Im- impact is something that it's like the, the cause and a, an effect. And I'd encourage people listening just to to go about one day and just notice it. Just notice the impact their presence has on mm-hmm. on others, or, or conversations, or body language, um, or emails, or whatever it may be. Notice the impact you have yep. on on others, and also notice the impact they have on you. Um, I think that's really firsthand is is really a, a really strong way of, um, of of seeing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be um, it might be so doing doing my Ironman obviously was a a different level of impact and dedicating it to a friend but you know it could be it could be order a coffee in the barista you know I have a conversation with my barista every morning and it just sets me off for a really good day I actually want to go there to his <laughs> coffee's awesome but but also that you know if I'm if I might be working from home that day and not necessarily um interacting with a lot of people that that helps set me up for the day so impact is something that you know, that's happening literally hundreds or thousands of times each day so it might be you know, a stranger we pass in the street. It could be an interaction we have with someone at a shop. It could be an email we send or receive from someone. You know, it could be a phone call. Um, and that impact, there's a couple of things I've learned about impact. So one is it absolutely flows both ways. Yes. So it flows outwards and inwards. And I'd encourage people to, to notice and, and, and see that impact they're having on those around them. But also open their hearts to the impact others are having on you and let that good impact in. The, you know, as I mentioned before, the words that I read before, you know, it might be a performance moment. So those, it might be an, an email that you've sent to me, Tina. Your, your <laughs> testimonial is, is one that I, I reflect on. Um, so it might be, re- you, you might have sent those words and put some thought into those. And I'm sure you did, and they're absolutely <laughs> lovely. But I will, I will read them time and time and again. So I'm allowing those, that impact to happen more than once and drawing it when I need to. So I guess I'm opening my heart to receiving that impact. Yeah. And I suppose with that, if you're doing that, you said you sometimes use reading things, affirmations before you go on stage or whatever. Yeah. So if you're getting something from, as you said, in this instance, words that I've written as a testimonial to you, that's giving you the power to go out and deliver an amazing speech because you're revved up by knowing that you've done it before and you can do it well so that impact which was me writing some words with our heartfelt words I really meant what I wrote it's lovely to know that you're using that as a tool now to reach hundreds if not thousands of more people in your audiences because of that letter absolutely absolutely Mm. and that's that's the other thing around it it flow so once you're open open to it and I'm all about bringing awareness to it that that Mm. you know the, the outwards and inwards it flows on so, so you you asked me to speak to your beautiful group mm. that had an impact on me. I then spoke, had an impact on 
people there. You said a lovely testimonial that has an impact on me. Every time I read it, it has an impact on me. I then speak, it, that will have an impact and it, might, it would impact the way I speak and deliver sure. exactly and the confidence I have. People on the receiving end of my message, will, it will have an impact on them in some way. Mm. And from the moment they leave that room, they, they, they could, I hope, you know, just have a bit more awareness of, of my story and my message and, and they might actually make changes in their lifestyle because of it and that will then impact the people they cross paths with that day as well so you know it, it absolutely it flows on wow it flows yeah, it on. If, stop. If, if we let it it doesn't stop and that's why I refer to it as infinite impact nice um and I talk about my friend Mads he he still has an impact on me and he's no longer physically here yes yep so that's the concept of of impact and how just how infinite it can be flowing on from one person to the next and many beyond that um yeah. and from one lifetime to the next and many beyond that it literally has it has no end um, and we can't measure it and we shouldn't try, but just mm-hmm. knowing that it just it continues to flow on, flow on and take on a life of itself in a good way or in a not so good way as well. True. And I think coming back to Mads and the beauty of it's horrible for his family and friends that he's not here, but his impact is touching someone like me when I hear that story. Yeah. It's touching your audience. So even though unfortunately he's not here, he is actually still living on. Through your words, and I'm getting shivers as I'm saying this. Yeah, yeah um, he is. He is. So yeah. it shows that we're never really dead. We keep on. Yeah. We keep on keeping on. There's some energy which continues as our message um, is shared out within the world in some way or another. Absolutely, absolutely. I had I not, it was a complete tragedy, and I'd, I'd have Mads back here in a heartbeat. Absolutely. But had I not dedicated, had I not dedicated my Iron Man to him. And I had I not found that purpose and passion and drive, mm. I don't know whether whether I would have had the the strength maybe to to do it. Maybe not. Who knows? But I certainly wouldn't. Maybe I did it and did a certain time and things like that. But it wouldn't have meant an ounce of what it absolutely did, having dedicated it to him. Yeah. And it helped me helped me realize this. In, I wouldn't have perhaps realized this message of of infinite mm. impact because I wouldn't have seen it in his wife and little boy and felt it. Sure. I still feel it now when I when I catch up with them. So absolutely, it, it still it still lives on. So yeah, and the, the presence of others and that message that message by me being able to share such a, a unique story and message and the the twelve 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 which was. Mm. very much aligned to his little boy's birthday he was born on the first of the second 2012 which oh, is wow. <laughs> so you know there is absolutely a presence from people that you know might no longer physically be here yeah for sure and even on a simple level even for people who don't believe particularly that that might be happening I'm just thinking back to my grandma who was a world traveler she you know Ooh. 30 40 years ago she was going to Russia and China which weren't open really to westerners and that's part of the impact she's had on me is it's shown me to travel the world and to mm. see different things and enjoy different cultures. So even on just really simple levels, like maybe our parents brought us up with really good manners or whatever, yeah. we all have an impact which will continue on, even if it's not in the sort of way where we're hearing Mad's story, in our yeah. own families and the people that we connect with, there's always oh, going to be absolutely. something we're learning from a number of really special people in our lives, whether, whether it's good or bad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think it's something that I encourage anyone listening just to, to think about the people that have had an impact in their life mm. in a big way or in a, in a little way. And it can happen in a moment. It could be someone planting a seed for you. 
Yeah. It could be, you know, your, your mum teaching you how to cook. It could be your parents giving you opportunities. It could be friends encouraging you to do crazy things. It could be, <laughs> it could be a whole range of things. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it is, it's in all of us and it, uh, I talk about really we're all a part of each other's story. So we all have a story and we, we really are all a part of each other's stories because and how, how the rest of them play out depend on the choices we all make. Mm. The impact we have on ourselves and then the impact we have on those around us. Yeah. Definitely. They're all, it's almost a, a sort of co-creation, I suppose, in a way. But it's, nice. it's, it's nothing without bringing a little bit of real, well, I don't believe, without bringing a little bit of realisation to, to just what kind of impact people have had on you. I've passed, a, I've got a lovely neighbour in my stairwell downstairs and she was a little bit down yesterday. She said over New Year's she doesn't know how long she'll be around for and all her friends are passing away and things. And it ma- I welled up. It made me really sad. Mm. I sat down to do some work and I thought I'm going to write her a little letter. So I, I spent, you know, just 10, 15 minutes just writing a note saying I can, un- you know, I appreciate and understand how you feel but please know that, wow, you've, you know, people like us wouldn't be living the lives we're living without generations like you who have gone before us. And, and I popped a little rose quartz in there um, and sat it by a door. And I, I just hope that brought a little bit of a smile to her face yesterday. And that took, that took 10 minutes of my time, but she'd had an impact on me. Yeah. And it made me realise actually, again, drawing back to this purpose was I think maybe, maybe now she's lost sight of a little bit of purpose. She's reached a point in her life mm-hmm. where she might not have, you know, the strength of purpose that she might have, otherwise had in in previous years and chapters in her life sure and that you know that really draw drew back to me just around how important having that whatever age you're at having that sense of purpose and and aligning to that in all you're doing it's just so important so that was a you know that had an impact on me as well from a you know feeling emotional for her and what I could potentially do to cheer up a little bit but it also helped me realize just how important that sense of purpose is so it's happy yeah all around us yeah I've heard that a lot with elderly people saying something along those lines. So mm. I think it is really important to be able to maintain that purpose as best as we can as we keep on going and as our life changes. And especially traditionally in the past for men when, you know, they finished up at work and that had been their purpose, providing for their family and whatever their role at work was, was a traditional role. And then they would retire and go, oh, gosh, what am I doing? What now? Now. And yeah. so we can find a new purpose that we can keep on going or realign yeah. our purpose to something that still fits. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, how can people get in touch with you, Alexandra? Get in touch with me. So um, I've got a website, um, aandre.com.au. So it's literally aandre.com.au. So perhaps jump on my website if they'd like to. I, I do, um, yeah, Marketing Energised is part of my business around helping small businesses with their brand and marketing strategy. And then speaking, I'm, um, uh, yeah, this year, my speaking's going to, I'm really keen to, for it to take off. So, yeah, I'd love to. And look, even if people, so my, my email is alexandra at aandre.com.au. I am so passionate about this message and, and sharing it and, and hearing other examples of, of how people have, you know, takes people have on the concept of impact or, or stories they might have. I'd, I'd love them to reach out to me and, and, and share those with me. I write a weekly, they can subscribe to my, I call it a little bit of inspiration I send out each week. Uh, so on my website, you can subscribe to that, that email and, and follow me on Instagram or Facebook. So yeah, I'd love to connect with people and, and hope allow them to have an impact on me and, and vice versa as well. 
Oh, thank you. Um, I really appreciate that. That's really generous of you. Thanks, Tina. Now tell me, in 50 years' time, where do you see yourself? 50 years' time. 50 years' time. It's funny because I, I talk about life being a, almost a day-by-day scenario. <laughs> best, best lived in the moment, this, this moment here and now. So 50 years' time. Um, I, I don't know if I will physically be here or not, but I hope whether I am, am or not, I hope I'm still um, inspiring and energising potential in the people that, that I have reached and, and continue to reach. And if I am here, I really, I re- going back to purpose, I really hope I'm living it with the sense of purpose and passion that I am today, whatever that may be. And potentially this concept of infinite impact, I'd, I'd love it to really be, be a, a movement and for hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands, who knows, millions, let's, let's reach big, you know, have, have come across this concept and are, are making different life choices because of it mm. and, and changing lives in, in some way for the better. Yeah. That's so cool. watch this space. Absolutely. I'll <laughs> be yeah, I really, yeah, I really, I hope I'm, whatever that holds, I hope I'm living it with the purpose and passion that I am today because I'm, I'm full of it and I, yeah, I just, I just can't wait to, to do more and more um, tomorrow. And I think that's the thing. I mean, people listening to this will be able to hear it in your voice. It's very obvious that you are passionate about this and that you, from someone who has seen you speak and who knows you, you do live what you preach, practice what you preach, which, again, that integrity is showing all the way through. So really appreciate seeing that because, you know, that's what Design News is all about. It's about mm. getting in touch with yourself, who you really mm. are, so that you can project that out to the world. So you, from where I stand, that's what I'm seeing you doing, which is wonderful, Alexandra. Thank Love you, it. Tina. Thank you. And one last thing that you could leave with our community, what would it be? One thing, oh, I've got so many, <laughs> but if I was to pick one thing, it would really be do what you love, absolutely do what you love. Life's short. Um, we've all had different perspectives on life from time to time, on, on life from, and just how short that is from time to time. So just do, do what you love and once you've worked out what that is or little elements of it, mm-hmm. stretch yourself because you really can absolutely do anything you put your mind to and and keep those two ingredients in mind around self-belief and commitment because with both of those things, absolutely anything is possible. So do what you love and don't don't spend time in a, in a holding pattern. You know, you, you talk to people that aren't happy in their job and they've been that way for 10 years. <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's sad and it's a waste. So I'd encourage people to, to do what they love and do what, do what feels right for you. Really, that's the biggest thing that I think if I look at my life and living it, you know, when I really lived it by design, mm-hmm. it's because I've done done what feels right for me. Mm. Now we've there's lots of advice and opinions people will give us, which is all generally meant with really good intent. But but what feels right for you? What's you know trusting your gut and what feels right for you? That's that's something that's within you, and really trusting that and having confidence with that. So doing what whatever feels right for you, and allowing that to like allow it to evolve. So you know. I'm, start you know you might start that something and it evolves into something else and that's okay as long as it feels right for you and it's something you love just stay the path because you'll you'll end up somewhere awesome so <laughs> really in in a nutshell do do what you love believe in yourself because absolutely anything is possible and it's it's exciting when you do couldn't think that, of a better message to that would be my lasting <laughs> message with a few messages thrown in there <laughs> 
No, it's perfect. Yeah. Thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. And all the impact that you are making in the world, it's, it's ma- making it a better place. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Tina. Thank you. It's been brilliant chatting to you. And I, I really hope everyone listening just, yeah, goes out there and, and just enjoys life because that's what it's all about. So give it a good shot. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Tina. Pleasure. A huge shout out to you for being here, for listening in, and being ready to step up to the drawing board. I honour your spirit and your openness to growth. If you have a mate who you think will benefit from hearing today's message, please share this episode with them. Another great way you can support us is to subscribe or to leave a five-star review in iTunes. These reviews really do assist us to raise the visibility of the Design You podcast and helps us to reach Design Yours from all walks of life. I really do appreciate the time it takes for you to do that. So thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Design You podcast. You'll find the show notes over at tinamurray.com. Can't wait to see what you create as you design it, communicate it, and live it.